friends, we are getting really juicy today. In today's episode, we're talking about 10 things that could make your home look cheap. All right, so as we dive in, what I want you to think about is what we can do that is opposite. If we don't want our home to look cheap, how can we make it look not cheap by doing the opposite? Some of them are even free. You're not going to want to miss this. Grab your notebook, grab your pencil, and let's dive in. Enjoy today's show. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted and now the message is, home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home, it's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget, and I learned a few things along the way, like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank, and I'm sharing it all with you. Tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style, where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. Are you a little bit nervous for me to reveal my list of 10 things that could be making your home look cheap? Okay, I don't want you to be. If you are nervous thinking, oh, I bet she's going to say one of the things about that's happening in my home, I might, and that's okay. What I want you to think about is if I mention one of these things that could be making your home look a little cheaper than you want it to, What I want you to think about is what the natural opposite could be. Some of them are free, and I'm going to start there so that you can get a big win, so that you can make action, take action today. But some of them might just need a little bit of reworking, a little bit of rethinking. And I'll give a couple suggestions for how you can do that in a way that doesn't break the bank. But if you're wanting more help than this, if you're wanting to really make change, come home to a home that that you delight in. That is that is really one of the things that we hope for, right? To have a home that you just don't think is janky. <laughs> to have a home that you're proud to invite friends over to. To have a home that you aren't embarrassed of. Why is this so important? Why does it matter? It matters because you spend so much time at home, friends. You do. 365 days of the year. 52 weekends. That is a lot of time at home. And if you hate it, if you don't like it, if you walk into your room constantly and think something is off, let's do something about it. Home Design 101 is open and we go through a lot. We talk about how to get started when you want to just throw dynamite at your entire home. (laughs) Oh, I have been there. We talk about identifying and understanding the purpose of your room. Before we can even make change, we have to know what we want our room to do for us. We talk about understanding your design style so that you can make confident decisions when you're out shopping at Target or Home Goods or Pottery Barn. We talk about creating a cohesive color palette, why color matters, and how you can even choose color when it is contrasting that oak wood cabinet that you have in your kitchen. We talk about, and I teach you how to create a mood board so that you can visualize the actual pieces you want to see, you want to purchase in your home 
before you make the purchase, before you spend the money, before you spend the money and then have to return it because you get it home and you realize, oops, that's not quite the right thing. We talk about how important budget is, but how important budget is, and you can start with so little. If you have 200, you can start. You can make big change with 200. You just need to know what those changes are. And inside of Home Design 101, I break it down very, very, very clearly for you to know what those changes are, which order you need to do those changes in, when you need to stop to save a little bit more money to make that investment so that you know which change to make next. I do not mince words that you can start with wherever you are at today. We talk about the insider tips for shopping, shopping places that you normally shop at, places where you are normally naturally dropping $125 when you just go there to get a bar of soap. (laughs) Are you all visualizing Target? You should, because we all know that we can go in (laughs) to try to get one thing and come out spending more than we need to. But I teach you how to utilize those stores to your advantage, how to know and recognize what to purchase there, what not to purchase there, when to shop sales, when not to shop sales, which items to buy high, which items to buy low, all of the things. And then the best part and the most fun part is you have the stuff. How do you style it? How do you make it look like a designer actually was there? I break it down very clearly for you inside of Home Design 101. Home Design 101 got a makeover. It is open and it is ready for you. And there is no time limit. What do I mean by that? Last year, we were doing it in 10 weeks. 10 weeks. That's it. Not anymore. You can access Home Design 101. You can complete it in a weekend. You can complete it in three years. You can complete it in one week. Whatever you choose and wherever you choose to do it. But the best part is every other week we meet in our student community live so that I can answer questions specific to your home. You get guidance. You get a lot of guidance. You get input by me. You get input by the students. You get lots of accountability, lots of holding your hand, lots of cheerleading as you make change in your space. Home Design 101 is open for enrollment. And if you register now until September 30th, you save 50 bucks. And do you know what 50 bucks can buy you? It can buy you a can of paint. It can buy you a pair of curtains. It can buy you a side table. It can buy you a couple pillows. Friends, that 50 bucks is going to go a long way towards making change in your space. So go right now to figandfarmathome.com forward slash home hyphen design hyphen 101 so that you can register and save 50. All right, let's hop to it. Do you want to know what those 10 things are that could be making your home look cheap? Don't worry, friend. I've got your back. Here we go. Number one, furniture sitting against the walls. Yeah, if your furniture is tightly snug against every single wall, let's move it out a little bit. Let's create a cozy seating area. Let's make sure that it's not so tucked against the wall that it's making it so that you could have a dance party right in the middle. Let's bring it out a little bit. That one, friends, is free. Look around, see if you can make that adjustment. It is going to be worth it. Number two, you know where I'm going. I say this all the time. This is so incredibly important, but it matters. Clutter, where is the clutter? Is it on your countertops? Is it on your refrigerator? All the artwork that kiddos bring home, it's got to go somewhere, right? Where is it? Is it clutter in the most general sense? Do you have not an efficient landing space for 
the kiddos when they come home from school? Are their backpacks strewn all over the floor? Are their shoes? What about their shoes? Where do you house their shoes when they come home? Are those landing right by the door and making ginormous piles? How about their coats? I already mentioned their backpacks. What about art supplies? Do you have art supplies constantly out on your dining room table? Let's kick clutter to the curb, friends, so that you can have a space that looks inviting and warm and welcoming. And when it looks inviting, warm, and welcoming, it does not look cheap. All right, number three, builder grade light fixtures. Now I know to replace those, of course that's going to be a fee, but here's an idea. What if you couldn't afford to replace them yet? What if you just didn't use them? Could you use your table lamps instead? Yes, ambient lighting is one of the the easiest ways to create a a home that feels cozy, that looks cozy, that feels warm and inviting. And yep, it also makes it look a little bit more expensive, a little less cheap. So turn off those overhead lights and until you can change them, use table lamps, floor lamps to create that ambient lighting. Number four, pillows that are too flat. If you have a pillow and that stuffing on the inside, the insert does not completely fill out your pillow, it might be time for an upgrade. How can you do that? Yeah, just get another insert. Just put another one in. Here is a rule of thumb, a trick that I use. If I have an 18 by 18 pillow cover, sometimes I buy the 20 by 20 pillow insert. I do because I want that pillow to be full and plush. Number five, rugs that are not the right size or missing rugs in general. So for example, if you have a living room and your flooring is wood floor and you don't have an area rug to define that space, that could be that could be something that is making your space not look elevated. In the same light, if you have a large living room but you have a teeny tiny little carpet or teeny tiny little area rug, that could be making your home look cheap. Getting the right size area rug is going to be an an easy fix for creating a space that looks intentionally put together. Number six, actually should have been back in the free section, the free to remediate section, because this could be as easy as just observing, first of all, and then rearranging. But sometimes if you have too heavy of furniture in one area, it can make your space look cheap. What do I mean by that? Of course, it a piece of furniture could be heavy in weight, but that's not what I mean. What I mean is heavy in visual appearance. So imagine this, imagine I'm in your living room and you have a brown oversized leather sofa. And right next to that, you have two brown side tables. And those are sitting so close together that there's not enough contrast making that weight visually heavy. So I could remediate that by removing the side tables, maybe putting them in a different room and bringing out some lighter wood tone or something that contrasts a little bit more in a way that makes it so that there's a little bit more negative space there. Visual heaviness is something that often gets overlooked and something that is really relatively easy to remediate. Of course, you could paint the things that are making it heavy, or you could just remove it or replace it. In that same light, this is number seven, matchy, matchy furniture is something that could make your home look cheap. And here's where it gets a little sticky and tricky because a lot of times when we go out and we go to furniture stores and we are buying the new set, we're talking even to the in-home store designer, a lot of times what we do is we are gravitating to the matchy, matchy because it's easy. 
right? Because it's pre-made for us. But what is not taken into consideration is the nuance of our own home. Maybe the wood tones we currently have in the millwork, in the kitchen that is butting up next to the room we're bringing in the matchy-matchy set in. But just in its very nature, the set itself can can lead to your home feeling a little more generic because there's not any variability. There's no there's no room for I don't want to say imagination, but there's there's no look of curation. There's no look of I found this really wonderful thing. I found this treasure and I'm using all these treasures that I found that are, yes, in alignment with my design aesthetic to curate and create a home that is specific to me and my personality. It looks like we caved to the whims of the furniture manufacturer and the furniture seller because it was an easy choice. And yes, furniture sets are an easy choice. Bed in a bag sets are a very easy choice. They've done the hard work for us, but it's not the best work. It is not the best work. The best work is for you to understand your design style so that you can choose the sets that align with each other, your aesthetic, your home, your personality, the feeling you have for your home. It filters all. Of, it filters through the lens, all of those lenses in order to cohabitate nicely in your space. And that is something that's a little bit more, it takes time, to be honest. It takes, it takes time, it takes effort, but it is absolutely something that is worth it because your home will reflect the elevated look rather than the look of, I bought it because it was done for me. Number eight, the thing that is making your home potentially look cheap. When too many design elements are competing against each other. And what do I mean by design element? A design element is could be metals, it could be wood tones, it could be colors, it could be millwork, it could be, you just put a category on it and I'm calling it a design element. Light fixtures, if they compete against each other, basically they don't work, they don't work in harmony together in order to create a unified space. They are clashing. One example I gave earlier this week in my cozy home workshop I gave example and pictorial examples of my first home in Iowa, and it was a charming home. It was very sweet, but it looked like a patchwork quilt. Every room was a different color. Even every room that was within a, an open concept area, there was nothing that unified it other than the millwork. That was its saving grace. Other than that, there was a different color scheme in each space. There was no unity, and that unity cheapens the look or the uh, not the unity the lack of unity cheapens the look it just does another thing i've noticed too i've seen before going into homes that where diy has happened and it's happened based off of beautiful pictures we've seen on pinterest and we've recreated this beautiful image and it looks fantastic and we might be in a bedroom having recreated this lovely lovely look that we found on pinterest the minute we walk out of the door there is a completely different style. It is now no longer mid-century modern that was in the bedroom. It is now farmhouse, shabby sheet, nautical. It is something completely different. And it's different in even the most foundational ways. The flooring, the wall treatments, things like that, that, that are really hard to replace. And when those things are not, those design elements are not unified, it can really, it can really cheapen the look. 
Okay, the last two things, these are controversial. These are things that a lot of you probably have in your homes. And I might hit a heartstring, I might hit a chord by mentioning them. But I want you to hear so that you can know better when it's time to make the next selection. Now, does this mean you need to remove it today? No, 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 don't do that. We are all working on a budget. And again, you once you know better, then you can do better. So the next time you're going and you're updating, the next time you're going and you're thinking, okay, I need a new piece of furniture. The next time you're going and trying to make change, this is when you apply the things I'm talking about today. Let's not beat ourselves up about the choice we made when we didn't know better. But now that you do, moving forward, how can we do better? All right, number nine is box store artwork. What do I mean by that? I mean, picking artwork off the shelf at Walmart or I was going to say Kmart. Is Kmart even a thing anymore? Um, Target. Picking picking artwork off the shelf. That Now, I'm going to put a caveat here. Can you pick it? Yes. Yes, you can. Yep. You absolutely can. Having it on the wall, usually by itself in a standalone way, is sometimes a little, falls into that generic category. And when your home looks generic, it can lose the elevation. Sometimes there are really great pieces. Like I'm I'm immediately right now picturing some pieces at Target from Studio McGee, or I don't know that Hearth and Hand makes art, but you can see some of these things. When you style those in such a way that is just a little bit more elevated, like on a bookshelf or maybe in a gallery wall with things that are not all from that same collection, then we get the elevation. But when it's hanging out by itself, triptychs are a very good example of this. And I'm thinking like canvas art that is a three series. Those automatically make your homes look generic. Those are perfect for staging. If you are wanting to sell your home and stage your home, get it for that. Remove your personal belongings, personal effects, and put one of those works up. But those are a little more generic for an everyday home. And that generic feel makes it look a little cheap. Now here's an idea. If you have that canvas art, if you have that triptych, what can you do to modify it? Can you frame it with a slight wood framing? Sure, absolutely. That will elevate it dramatically. Absolutely. If you have a piece of art that you bought box in the box store, can you change it just a little bit? Maybe put a different frame on it. Maybe put matting around it and then the frame back on. Can you do something to modify it to elevate it just a little? Yeah, absolutely. There are different things that you can do to make it a little bit more elevated. Here's a very special uh, tricky trick. You can even put a little bit of Mod Podge over it to lighten the tone down just a little. You can do a little whitewash on it, lighten the tone down, and make it look like it is vintage rather than the store-bought tones. And the last one, oh, I can already feel the tomatoes headed my way by saying this, but this is a little tough love. And this is oversized, overstuffed, super comfy, couches. Why? Why are these cheapening the look of your home when you might have spent a couple thousand dollars on one? The oversized nature contributes sometimes to that feeling of too heavy, not in the weight again, but in the visual appearance. Sometimes they just take up too much space. Sometimes they are so big that they literally take up too much space, not just the visual feel of it, but the actual real estate of it. They are cozy. Don't get me wrong. They are super cozy, but so many of them 
have that feeling, that same generic feeling, that same generic nature that matchy-matchy furniture sets have. And when you have that generic piece, it's sometimes hard to infuse personality into it. A furniture set is a little easier. Sometimes you can remove and replace hardware. You can maybe remove a mirror that's attached to the dresser, we'll say. Maybe you can paint a piece, but an oversized couch in its generic nature, that's a little bit harder to infuse personality into. That's one of the reasons why I say absolutely, without a doubt, get rid of the couch pillows with no matter what couch it came with, the generic overstuffed one or something else, because removing those at least eliminates that one piece of generic that you can then control. You can then infuse personality by bringing in different textiles in the form of pillows or blankets. Couches are really hard to personalize. Well, let me rephrase that. Oversized, overstuffed, extra large footprint couches are really hard to personalize. They're really hard to infuse personality. Now, again, if you are sitting on your your couch listening to this, looking around and thinking, well, crud, that's me. Here I am. I've got that. Don't worry. Now you know better. The next time it's time to change your furniture layout, your furniture choices, the next time, now you know better. All right, and here's a bonus one, number 11. The thing that could be cheapening your home is vintage replicas. Things that are made to look vintage that just aren't. Signs immediately come to mind. Tchotchkes, but tchotchkes I usually think of as small things, but I'm thinking like bigger, bigger things that like fans, clocks, things like that, that are made to appear vintage but actually they are not. If you were to spend the money and you were to go, yeah, I immediately think of Hobby Lobby as a place where they have vintage replicas, go to a place like Hobby Lobby or go to a place like a garage sale. It might take a little bit longer to curate that item, but I would much rather you curate that item at a garage sale than go to Hobby Lobby. Why? because it just sometimes looks cheap. It doesn't really look vintage. Oh, friends, that feels like a lot of bad news, bad news, but I don't want it to be. I don't want it to be because I've repeated this several times. Once you know better, then you can do better. And you, just by the very nature of you listening to this podcast today, every couple days, every week, just by the nature of you listening and tuning in and subscribing, you are wanting to know better. You are wanting to position yourself in that spirit of learning and that spirit of something is funky in my house and I don't know what. So I'm going to listen and try to apply what it is I'm hearing to make things better. But here's what you need to know, no matter what I said today, no matter what I say anytime, the most important thing is this. And this is coming, whether it comes from me or a fancy pants designer or whoever it's coming from, If you love it, there is absolutely, absolutely no need to change it. If you love your two short curtains, absolutely no need to change it. If you absolutely love your oversized couch, fantastic. Live with your oversized couch. It's when you are in that that space of, I don't like what I see and I don't know how to remedy it. I don't know how to, I don't know how to remediate it. I don't know how to remove it. I don't even know where to start. It is when you are in that 
space that now you are equipped to make the decisions, to make the choices that honor your personality, your family's lifestyle, your budget, your timeline that honors you and the way that you want your home to feel, that's when those changes should happen. All right, friends, a reminder for you, if you are wanting to make those changes, come on over and register for Home Design 101. The links are in the show notes. All right, friends, until next time, I'll see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.